0: came home me and my sister and found my dad had a heart attack where i was over 300 pounds he was over 300 pounds and the only thing i had to focus on was figure out how to stay alive and lose weight my definition of a good life is a series of good choices Mm. and then learning from the ones that aren't so good Mm. so that's that's the whole experiment thing so for most people when they hit experiment it's like do you know the good choices or not
1: you said the whole experiment and i thought you said the whole experiment and i was like oh what kind i i missed that part of the (laughs) intro the whole experiment (laughs)
0: so this is the intro podcast episode okay i thought i would do things a little bit different I'm gonna have you as my guest host the reason i chose you was out of anybody in my life besides my wife over the past like five six years i spend the most time with you so if anybody has seen me <laughs> <laughs> if anybody knows me and sees me more than my wife it'd probably be you because we've been in a lot of situations That's with it. plane trains automobiles been in buses with all the smells and all the yep. things going on laughter uh,
1: tears uh, hard emotions light emotion all the things
0: and you know me too i'm not one to like i'm not a boastful person so it's a lot easier to answer a question sure. versus me just telling you hey guys i've this done is. this <laughs> yes, this is me. This is why you should listen to me. Right. Right? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah.
1: Well, good. Well, I'm excited to ask you some questions today and I'm sure I know some of these answers, but then there's some that I don't know because I haven't been in your life in an everyday capacity as uh-huh. of recent, but I'm excited to talk to you about some of these things. So, first of all, what is okay. the good choice experiment and what does it mean?
0: My definition of a good life is a series of good choices uh-huh. and then learning from the ones that aren't so good. Uh-huh. So, that's, that's the whole experiment thing. So, for most people, when they hit experiment, it's like, do you know the good choices or not? Yeah, no, no, no. you know. Mm-hmm. The thing is, is any teacher that's out there or any coach or anybody you listen to on another podcast or anybody who's experienced in any way you want to learn from. Right, right, But you can't just follow the exact path that they did right. you can learn from it. Sure. And then it's up to you to take that knowledge and experiment with it. So, that's kind of the overall arc of this, this project and why I labeled it that.
1: Mm-hmm. First of all, you said the whole experiment and I thought you said the okay. whole experiment and I was like, oh, what kind? I, I missed that <laughs> part of the intro, the whole experiment. Well,
0: we haven't evolved there yet. That's for the Patreon <laughs> members. <laughs> We're gonna get to know everybody. Mina, everybody where's the
1: audition so. process? I know a few girls <laughs> who can win this competition. <laughs>
0: Yes, yes. We're, we're, we're going to try to help everybody evolve and be the better self. That's the whole point. <laughs> okay. Everybody deserves a good life.
1: Why? Okay, but why did you start this podcast? Like, why now?
0: I was that dude that was working forklift, in a warehouse, huh? like had my own food truck or... The real know, work. Did. Yeah, even prior to that, when I was working the oil field, I was the guy that was listening to podcasts, and podcasts kind of changed my life and got me reemerged into getting out of that life, figuring out a way to do fitness during the day, stand up at night and pursue my dreams. So, podcasts have always been something that helped push me and helped me create a bigger vision. So I wanted to pass that along because there's other generations coming along. There's a million podcasts out there, sure. but it's not everybody is right for everybody. We all right. have somebody we can latch on to. So there's, so there's some little Eddie out there who's lost. He's stuck in Little Texas and he doesn't know what's ahead of him. So he may be falling into the bad traps. He may be getting into drugs. He may be getting into partying. He mm-hmm. may be just lost. And thinking he has to go there, so it it's for that person, it's for that creative that I've evolved into mm-hmm. as a videographer, as a stand-up. And initially, when I created and started it, I just wanted to learn from other people's journeys because that's what I did, that's what I wanted. Mm-hmm. And I've started probably about. Three times, started, stop, started, stopped. Yeah. I had one with other friends that I started. And so I'm at a place in my life where I have a base to stand on and a foundation that I've had to build over those years where if I would have started in 2016, I wouldn't have been doing it with that base. Totally. So now's the time for that, you know.
1: That's good. That makes a lot of sense. You kind of answered my next question, but I, yeah. I still would like to know, like, who is this podcast for? Like, who do you hope finds this podcast? Who do you hope is like sharing it with a friend? and and like, who is it for?
0: Uh, Well, that's evolved as well. So for anybody out there who's trying to start their own podcast, here's a lesson I've learned. I've already recorded about six to eight podcasts. And what I initially started with, the idea of that avatar was a younger Eddie. Mm. And so that person still evolved in it. But based on the person who I am today, a lot of the conversations have evolved around health. So it's for anybody who's looking for tips of getting healthier, whether you're trying to be a health professional or just trying to get started. It's mainly been with creatives because those are my friends. Musicians, artists, videographers, podcast productions, because that's the life that I know of how to Be creative, stay focused, but at the same time, bring in all those other areas of life to help you be the best you can at those. So it's going to evolve. And I actually want to hear from the listeners who they are Mm. and have that feedback so that can create that content. Because like I said, just by doing it, that's changed. Sure. I'm a dad now. Yeah. I'm a dad now. So it's a lot of conversation with other dads or other married men. Yeah. That's been a lot of the topics on here. So what I thought it was and who I think it's for is one thing, but I would love to hear the feedback from the listeners on who they are and what they resonate with. And then I'll try to cater it to them because it's not about me. It's about initially who the audience is. So let's
1: talk about you though, because it's going to be your perspective, your point of view on what you thought was just going to be like health stuff. But now it's evolved into like husband stuff, dad stuff. Like all the things that you're dealing with, but let's take it back to some of the journey that you've been on to get you to this Eddie today. So people can get a little taste of what they are going to be hearing on this podcast, where you're coming from. You know what I mean? Like, tell us a little bit about your background.
0: Where do I start? You know me, too. Like, sometimes you got to give me the light <laughs> we have.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I will. I will give me. Hey, we're, we're good. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. I go, I'm long-winded sometimes. But it's to a point because, you know... They say the devil's in the details, but I think it's the opposite. God's in the details. God's in the little small things and he's worked a lot in my life. And so I've had, I've had a journey to where I started out a lost little fat nerd. I was overweight my entire life on all types of diets. I did every diet that was out there. Weight Watchers, Jenny Craig, the grapefruit diet, all those things. Nothing stuck until I was about 22, 21. And I came home, me and my sister and found my dad had had a heart attack. It's so a walking in, he's purple faced. And I don't know why this sticks out to me. We had, a pickle hanging out his mouth because he was eating a sandwich. <laughs> I, I know it's it's silly, but that's something that stuck out to me. It's sad. But it's also something I was like, I don't want that. Oh, I don't want man. that. I want kids. I want to have a family yeah. one day. Families, you know, I'm a big part of yeah. a family. So I was planning for my daughter over 10, 15 years ago. Wow. Even. And so that moment, I was like, okay, I don't want to. My dad was a good dad. He he did his best, but he became disabled when he was when I was like 12, right? So over the years, I saw him devolve from somebody who was very active. He used to work on trucks. He used to build barbecue pits. He was constantly barbecuing. And after he injured his back, after all the surgeries and getting addicted to the the pills, hydrocoding pills- mm-hmm. and- he ballooned up at two, or the point where I was over three hundred pounds. He was over three hundred wow. pounds, and I would wear his clothes to, wow. to school because that's how you save money. So at that moment, I saw myself there because literally we're sharing color. We're sh- I'm I'm, sh- I'm I was sharing everything about wow him at that point. wow. Even though we were bumping heads, so I thought ahead to that. I had already started stand up before that, right? But that also correlated with the comedy club that was in Odessa mm-hmm. shut down. Mm-hmm. I was the only comic there besides the owner. Wow. Everybody else was like flying in. So I had no idea that I could drive to Dallas and I had no money to go, I had nobody to go stay with. So that shut down. Comedy shut down. The only thing I had to focus on was work this nine to five and figure out how to stay Mm -hmm. alive and lose weight. So I dove into fitness during that time over the next year and a half. Uh, I did a lot of changing of like, I uh, stopped partying, stopped hanging out with my friends. I kind of stopped drinking for a year, which once you do make a change, it changes your social aspect right. as well. That's a big part of it. People don't really talk about it because if you start changing, then the other people around you are staying yeah. the same. But there's going to be something. Wh- what do we cautious. have in common
1: anymore? What do we, we used to vibe off this. Uh-huh. We used to go get drunk uh-huh. and act wild and now you're not doing that no more. So uh-huh. what do we hang out for? We don't. I move on to the next and you move on to the next. You're right. But it's, and we don't really recognize that part when, when somebody chooses to make healthier choices with their life, the loss that comes with that, you know, and taking that time yeah. to grieve those losses. Like you were... Best friends with this person. And then now we don't hang out anymore uh-huh. because we just went down different paths. And that's a process too. That's that's uh-huh. good to talk about.
0: You don't realize it, but it also helps you see who your real friends are and those who really support you are like, dude, good for you. Uh-huh. I don't no, understand. We don't have to go drink a party, let's go play some uh-huh. basketball. Let's go, let's go Never. to the gym. Join me at the gym this time, you know. So it it has it has its positive and negatives, but that's also what prevents people from making the change is they're too afraid of to yeah. losing that to better themselves right so that takes a lot of confidence and the the drive to stay alive was stronger than that because before in my life Mm -hmm. it wasn't you know peer pressure was big right so lost the weight spent about seven years or so kind of lost still knowing i always wanted to do stand up and do that but I would try to go the traditional route. My dad ended up passing that away, means- I would say like in two thousand and nine, wow. right? And so biggest moment that changed right there was the day after we buried my dad. I was hanging out with some friends. Once again, went back no, to no, drinking. No, 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 you're you're sad. You know, that's how that's how, that's right. how we connect. I had a couple in, another friend showed up. We he took me down to the bar. He drove, but all of a sudden he disappeared. Well, it's time mm-hmm. to leave. I got in my car, I got pulled over, had some weed in there. Boom, oh, right? That was a blessing okay. and a curse, though. So it sucks going to jail. Good thing is it kept me from getting a good job. What? Oh, so you <laughs> can gets, go for your hey, dream? <laughs> yes, it kept me. It kept me. I actually got a job for the city immediately when I went in there to uh, submit my background. By the time I walked out the door, I uh, already had a phone call and they're like, uh, sorry, sir. Because <laughs> that's the same county.
1: We just arrested you, sir. No, yeah,
0: you just walked in here. It's uh... sir, you're
1: still wearing the suit from your court hearing. <laughs> Are you going to take these <laughs> off
0: or not? I got a job. <laughs> can not do the job or not? This doesn't matter. uh I'm on probation anyway. I ain't going nowhere. Right.
1: You could trust. I will show up every day because I can't <laughs> go anywhere else.
0: Yep. And so that kept me internally all that. I, I still have that insecurity from growing up a fat kid. Now, now I'm not making any money. Now I can't get a good job. I can't live the life I want. The insecurities are building up on me. Yeah, <laughs> And then I started listening to podcasts, like I said, and I started reconnecting with these comics that I used to like open for or get to do guest box i did a weekend with and i'm hearing their stories and over that time i'm like all right i gotta get out of here Mm -hmm. another key point is i saw a 60 year old man swinging a sledgehammer in Mm -hmm. the oil field working Mm -hmm. i was like that's gonna be me if i stay here wow so with that i made the decision to switch it up i started invested in myself the first step was just to get my first certification in fitness okay what was that certification uh well the first first one is do you remember insanity like p90x yes (laughs) what was it shanti shanti let's go (laughs) shanti was the original let's go like shanti started let's go before everybody was saying let's go that was shanti yelling at me (laughs) on tv at five in the morning every morning as i'm doing my side shuffles yes that really helped me out too like that's what i really dropped because i didn't work out like when i first initially my first hundred pounds i didn't work out it was all nutrition I really educated myself in the nutrition aspect because my, my whole goal was health. And once again, seeing that 60-year-old Eddie, the 80-year-old Eddie. Yeah. Right, and to this day, that's that's my key thing. But a part of that, which I found out later, was the uh, fitness thing. So I started with like Insanity. My next one was at the uh, Onnit Gym in Austin. I got my functional fitness oh, in certifications. Austin. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I knew through reading George Lopez's book, it could take 20 years to live my dreams, right, not right longer. Right. It's a long journey. So I was like, okay, I'm going to have to do two things. Regardless, and and I want to be happy doing it. That was the biggest thing is I want to be happy. Cut to 2016. I'm back in stand up, kind of back and forth. I'm doing the road for about probably about three years or so at that time. Uh-huh. You know, one of my friends, Tommy Munoz from San Antonio, uh, he passed away, and I found out. Uh-huh. You know, I was getting a tattoo, scrolling through Facebook, and I went down for hit that funeral, and we did some benefit comedy shows for his family. And which is weird. I don't know if have you ever performed at like a, a funeral or like a wake or anything like that. No.
1: That's a thing?
0: Yeah. It wasn't really a show. It was like, if you want to come up and talk, all the comics were there.
1: Ah, okay.
0: It was one of those things that were, it was like awake, but at the comedy club.
1: That makes sense. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. But you can't have comics go on stage. They're going to, everybody's like trying to act, you know, everybody's, (laughs) you can't be in front of a a crowd, yo. (laughs) (laughs) So everybody's bringing it, even though it's like, well, you know, we're there to celebrate him. So, but that was my first time, like experiencing that and finding comedy and tragedy. And like I was just really telling the story. I was really just telling the story of me and him and people like I was killing. I was killing. And I, I was... believe it. <laughs> 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 and it. It was weird. But anyway, our mutual friend James Ponce was there and that's me and him reconnected because he's somebody that I met when I was like 19 and We hadn't spoken in a while. He's like, dude, what are you doing? I was like, I'm in Odessa. I'm working a food truck. I'm doing fitness. I'm hitting the road. You know, if I get spots, I'll go up like once a month or whatever. He's like, get out to LA. Give me my couch. So that's when I moved out.
1: Shout out to Ponte. uh, That was a good move right there. I mean- We all have those moments where the switch happens, where the invitation Mm -hmm. happens or the prompting Mm -hmm. happens. And for me, it was me telling my friend who had been in a Ross commercial and an NSYNC music video, hey, I want to do what you're doing one day. And she was like, come to LA. If you ever come out here, Mm -hmm. I'll help you get started. I'll help show you the ropes. I'll help show you how to do it. And that was Mm -hmm. like what I needed, that invitation to make a choice, make a good choice. (laughs)
0: <laughs> and those those are two key points that like, if you want to do something, A, number one, which is an easy thing to say, but hard to actually implement, which is just do it. Okay. And if you can't just do it, find somebody else who's doing mm-hmm. it and is willing to like help you or show you a rope or like crack open a little door for you right. or like point in a direction.
1: and. Also, I would like to say that like when my girl offered to help me, that came after me picking up the phone and calling her and saying, hey, I kind of want to do what you're doing, like being vulnerable and putting myself out there. Because let me tell you, whatever industry you're trying to get in, sometimes you'll find people that are all about helping, which is what you're doing right now. How can I help you? How can I help you in health, in dad life, in whatever? How can my story help your story, right? And then you'll find people that are like every man for themselves. I got to do what I got to do. My friend could have answered me when I said, hey, I want to do what you're doing. She could be like, yeah, you totally should. It's so fun. She could have done that. He did not. But it's up to us when we're chasing after something, whatever your dream is, if it's you want to start your own business, you you find people and you'd be like, hey, can I ask you a couple questions about how you started your business? And some people will say, yeah, sure. And some people will be like, I don't have time right now. I wish I could. And that's it. And then you mm-hmm. go on to the next and it's up to you if you're mm-hmm. going to let that hold you in your spot and be like, oh, I tried. It didn't work. Me like okay that didn't work let me try a different route that's what i hear yeah. from
0: your story yeah That i i just had a visual like that person that's like now nah, i'm good I'm, I'm busy i'm on my own if we're out all out in the ocean that dude is like now nah, i'm good i'm out on my own all right i'm gonna go with this six people on this raft and we're gonna kick the hell mm-hmm. out of this water and we're gonna pedal right. there and get there faster right. you, good luck out yeah. there if you start sinking,
1: yeah good luck
0: yeah so cut to la and like so finally everything come to f- Came to fruition. kept getting certifications, so cut to today where it's like I got my my health coaching certification is really what I wanted to do. So fitness and all that is good. I've been a boxing instructor for several years, and fitness is great. I know a lot about it, but my real passion is the nutrition area of life, okay. which is what initially helped me from the jump. It's just people don't direct you in it right. is You know, I went to college. I went to college for kinesiology, and what that is is PE mm. coach. You got two. Yeah, kinesiology. You're either going to be like a physical okay. therapist, or you're going to be a, mm-hmm. a coach, and that's it. Or if you go to college to be actual nutritionist, now you're tied down to what the hospitals say and like the,
1: the oh, core curriculum right.
0: of science, right? So you know, if you go to the hospital, they're going to give you Jello, they're going to give you macaroni and cheese. That it's not. It, it's a whole different they don't care about you. like, that's not, it's not there. And there has to be stuck to what they have there. Now there might be some people out there. I don't want to put down all nutritionists out there. Cause there might be some great dietitians out there that are well-educated and think outside the box. And so, but for the core of the, uh, the, what the standard is, it's a whole different, um, ball game.
1: Your main thing was nutrition fitness. That's what you want to do. Right. And I can attest when Eddie was on the road with me, you guys. My green room writer shifted. (laughs) It went from, you know, I would just order some chicken fingers and French fries and I would have, you know, in my writer, regular tortilla chips and salsa and all those things because I always have to have my chips and salsa. And then Eddie comes along. Now we got um, siete chips. Shout out. Shout out to siete. Um. Now we have macadamia <laughs> nuts. Now we have um fresh guacamole um ingredients so Jackie can make it uh, for us with like no bad stuff in it. Now we have like healthier veggie tray fruits and all that kind of raw stuff. cheddar. Raw, cheese. yes, we got we got that expensive <laughs> cheddar. Young <got>, that Kroger <laughs> cheddar. No, we got that expensive cheddar. I mean, I would still order my chicken nuggies. You know, I would still get my my, my fried chicken. But uh, I, I still have on my writer i still got macadamia nuts on there i still got my fruits and veggies on there um so i still have kept some of my healthy tips that i've learned from eddie along the way but let's talk about how health and comedy are connected fields
0: okay so because it's weird right so that's that's another reason why it took me so long to do this podcast because here's the thing when you're at my level It's all about stage time and growing, right? Like I just want to do, like I want to mold my bits the best that I can. I want to grow into, like the thing is, if you're, it's harder to get stage time when you're unknown. And so, what do you do? You got to put yourself out there, do a podcast, do these things. And it's hard to, I want to be authentic as I can be, and uh, the authentic me is somebody who's into health. Uh-huh. Who's deep, which I brought this up the other day on one of my podcasts, but most of the comics I know are deep mm-hmm. at least at least my circle. Yeah, know, us like the, the best conversations I've had are with people like you, Mal, Ron, uh-huh. um, you know, I had Orlando Labor on here the other day and like it's just deep. Like, Love Orlando. You know. Yeah. So, I mean, so it took me a long time, but I finally, like I said, I have my base now. So I finally figured out there's a connection it. because the baby steps that I took when I got into fitness, mm-hmm. right? So when I, when, when I started at over 300 pounds, I knew it was going to be a long journey. Just the way when I started stand up, I knew it was going to be a long journey mm-hmm. and it's going to be baby steps. So the way I will take a bit up there, try it out doesn't work mm-hmm. what works keep what doesn't mm-hmm. is the same way I approach my fitness a mm. uh, fasting fasting's all the like all, it's all the rage right now right
1: intermittent team intermittent honey yep.
0: <laughs> yep and I'll get on my soapbox about that in a little bit but I'll stick to the point
1: <laughs> is
0: here's the thing if, if there's something that's popular out there where it's keto paleo right. vegan fasting all these th- it's very confusing the landscape of nutrition Right. Because every week there's something new, there's a hot topic, somebody else is trying it. Yeah. And the thing is, if you're just finding out from somebody else, oh, what are you doing? And it's the surface level, mm-hmm. you have to go a bit deeper. Sure. Just the way with stand up, there's a million ways to do it, but you got to find what's right for Not you. That's bad. Are you going to be a prop comic? Good. Are you going to, you know, are you going to get a guitar? Are you going to be one-liner? Are you going to, what's your approach and what works best for you? And it takes a long time to find those things, even with, within, you know, nutrition and all those things. And don't chase what's hot out Mm -hmm. there in both areas. Whatever is hot is what's hot. What works for you is going to be, it's going to keep the longevity for you and the discipline of it. I know people with diets that chase the new fad every other week they're on a new diet oh i i'm not doing this now well last week well i'm not doing this yeah and then the next week i'm not doing this which is good because i I want people to experiment yeah but also in experiments you have to give things time yeah just like with a comedy bit yeah give it some time before you kill it you never know Uh and so the correlation is within that and it's not just comedy and health It is in all aspects of life, which is what this has evolved into is finding what's right for you and experimenting in all the areas Mm -hmm. to build the best life you can and don't chase what's hot out there because what's hot fades and it changes every day. Find out what is right for you and keep that steady all the way through.
1: Nice. All right, Eddie, before we wrap it up, what would you say to those listening who were, they're going to be subscribing To your podcast, to your point of view, what can they expect moving forward? And um, yeah, tell everybody your your last hurrah of your first episode.
0: (laughs) So, what you can expect to learn and to be entertained, and this is going to be coming in different formats. Uh, If you're a podcast listener, you just do audio. That's going to be there for you. If you like short bits on YouTube, that's going to be there for you, and also expect something to evolve and actually help you because I'm going to pay attention to what you guys are saying and where you need areas of help. And that's the whole purpose of this. It's not for me. Where it's for me is like, maybe I can get some more stage time because people are coming out to see me somewhere. And that's where it's in it for me. But what's really in it for me is helping other people and then having you go out and experiment and live a good life to what is designed for you.
1: That's awesome. That's great, Eddie. Yeah. Um, And to those listening, I can co-sign and say that Eddie has been a voice of reason in my life for the past few years. Um, He's given me advice over the years. He's spoken into situations that I've been dealing with. He's encouraged me. Um, He's challenged me. There's been so many times where I would call Jackie, his wife, and I would have an issue and I'd be like, is Eddie there? Can you put on speakerphone so he can hear me? (laughs) Because I want Eddie's (laughs) input in whatever it is that I'm going through because I value his perspective, his point of view, his wisdom, and all the things that he's been through has really um, given him that wisdom that he is so uh, gracefully sharing with all of us listening. So to everybody who's listening now, I encourage you to subscribe and uh tune in to whatever he's talking about next because i'm sure you will learn something from it that you can apply to your own life um but yeah thank you for having me eddie thank you for having me be uh your first co-host on your first episode
0: thank you angela so much and i do promise there will be you bring out the deep in me and you bring out because you're big sis and so you know there's, there'll be a good time there'll be laughs too but most of all you guys are gonna learn thank you so much like and subscribe and we'll talk to you next time we'll see you soon it's <laughs> beautiful.